friends. Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks podcast. I'm so glad you're here. In each episode, I coach a listener through a tough question about mental health, personal growth, family relationships, or faith journeys. My goal is to help you think, feel, or do something differently to improve your life because you listen to this podcast. I want you to step into your power and create a life you love. Let's get started. I'm so happy to welcome Kelly to the podcast. Welcome, Kelly. Hi. What is your question for me today? Um, My question is, as I've been expanding both my faith and my mental health, I've noticed an increasing disconnect between what I'm learning in therapy and what I'm being taught at church. How do I start to blend the two and learn to trust myself above one or the other? I love that. Such a good question. Okay. Can you give me an example of where the teachings at church are conflicting with what you're learning in therapy? Um, Yeah, I think most of it comes down to like a big thing that I've been working on is like walking the middle path mm-hmm. and um, holding like two different things to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the church is just very like there's no gray area mm-hmm. and you can't be a fence sitter. Um, a specific recent example is I had a calling that I just felt like wasn't working for me and I needed to be spending the time doing something else that would like help my relationship um, with Christ. And I, so I asked to be released and there was of course, like a little, I felt a little judgment when I, when I asked, but then I was like, okay, it's all right. And then I listened to general conference and it was like, you should accept every calling. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I keep running into these points where I'm like, I feel comfortable doing what's best for me. And then I get told like, you shouldn't worry about yourself. You need to be doing these things. Mm -hmm. And I just like get paralyzed because I have these two parts of my life that have been very like influential and helpful and they're just at odds. Yeah. 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 I can totally relate. And I know a lot of people will be able to relate. So are you familiar with Fowler's stages of faith? Um, Yes. I don't like know them all, but I yeah, I don't know them by heart either. (laughs) But But just the concept can be helpful here. So James Fowler is a psychologist, and he outlines six stages. So the sixth, the final stage is like Jesus Christ, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, people like that, who <laughs> their life is not about their themselves, and they transcend, they're connected with all humanity, right? So it's rare to get mm-hmm. there. What he says is that organized religion seeks to create and maintain stage three faith. So Mm -hmm. the organization is teaching from a stage three perspective. And what Mm -hmm. happens when people move into stage four is often called a faith crisis or faith journey or faith expansion. Mm -hmm. And, And so when you move into stage four and and beyond it's a mismatch 
right? Because yeah. you're hearing messages through a stage three, from a stage three church, and you're now in stage four or five. And so it's it's confusing, right? But part of the movement from stage three to stage four is going from external authority to internal authority. And that's what you're describing to me right now is you're moving. You haven't quite finished that, but you're moving from people outside of me have the answers to I can trust myself to have the answers. Yeah, that I struggle with that. Yeah. And that's really part of that transition from stage three to stage four. That's exactly what you're describing. So you're totally mm-hmm. normal. Good to know. <laughs> so moving from <laughs> stage three to stage four is really disorienting, really confusing, and it feels like a crisis to a lot of people. And so mm-hmm. it takes practice to trust yourself and to sort through. And you know, you're holding these paradoxes, right? Two things that are opposing things that can be true. Another thing you could put kind of in that framework is the church has a lot of really good things and the church is really flawed and makes tons of mistakes and is wrong on some things. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not all true, all false, right? It's like, what if it's both? Yeah, that's where I... And like, it's tricky because I want, like, that's what I, that's how I believe. Yeah. And then the church tells me that's not true. It's, it's all true. And like, it's not just some authority figure. It's like, this is God telling you all of this. So like, how am I supposed to choose what I think about that? Well, it depends on where you're ultimate authority lies. (laughs) Right? Yeah. In stage three, the ultimate authority is outside of you. It's leaders, it's parents, it's, you know, and in stage four, you get to decide that. And so you're just moving, trying to move from three to four. And it's really painful and really confusing and really hard. And you're wrestling, Mm -hmm. right? Like, wait, they're telling me this, but I really think this, but wait, who's right? Is it me or them? Or, And guess what? Sometimes it's going to be them. And you get to decide that. Yeah. It's hard, huh? What's coming up for you? Um... I mean, it is just like so deeply painful because I especially like would have never in my entire life thought I would be in this position. Mm. Um, And so I just have like 30 years of believing one way and like everything being taught to me in a certain way. So it's like super scary to. Um, to look at those beliefs and I don't know, yeah. go against some of them. And 
I just feel like there's so much at stake. Like I've been going through like a faith deconstruction for a while and I just mm-hmm. keep going back to like, oh, I'll just I'll just go back to living everything the way that the church says because like just in case they're right, there's like mm-hmm. just so much at stake with like going down a different path. And it's it's not yeah. like I want to go completely away but when I do things that feel like I'm choosing myself over other people um it feels good to choose myself and then Mm -hmm. like I get scared yeah (laughs) like what if what if I made the wrong choice yeah yeah can you give me an example of choosing yourself over other people I one very obvious thing is a couple years ago I had been in therapy for a while and um I felt like I'd gotten to a point that I felt like a different a different version of myself and I wanted to um like memorialize that I guess. Yeah. So I got a tattoo mm-hmm. and um it was very meaningful to me. Um and I don't think I've recently changed mm-hmm. uh, with tattoos. Um, <laughs> so it's not like in my face, like yeah. you did something bad. But that's just an example I can think of that yeah. um, could be something that I worry about in the future. Like, what if I got it wrong? That's a very small thing. But um, yeah. yeah. So, so one thing that also shifts in this transition is this the binary right like you've used right or wrong a lot mm-hmm. yeah what if everything's not right or wrong so i'm challenging that paradigm again right so what if it's just a choice what if it's just practicing your agency like whoa mind blown I don't know (laughs) so what if like it's okay to not get a tattoo and what if it's okay to get one because you want to yeah yeah and that's like what I ended up with for that I think it's just like the bigger things like temple attendance and Mm -hmm. I don't know just just bigger things and I think it's it's also tricky because my husband and I are in different places right now. Mm. And so I am like always weighing like, do I go farther with him or like stay back Yeah, doing this? So yeah. Oh, lots of pain and fear. It's hard stuff. Yeah. I think it comes down to fear. Like, I go out a little bit on the edge and like feel a little better and settled and like being okay with um, just like walking the middle path and taking what, taking from the church, like what works for me Mm -hmm. and leaving the rest. And then I just get like, I wake up the next day and I'm like, what am I thinking? Like, you're crazy. This is all like, I don't know. Mm. It's just hard. scary. It's really scary. And it's hard to trust yourself when you've been taught, yeah. well, you've likely been taught 
to not trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because other people know better for you. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're kind of in this, this pull, like I'm in stage three. I want to move to stage four. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go back, back and forth. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the fear that kind of keeps you, keeps you going back. I want to also just remind you that a lot of these choices are, you can go back, right? Say you take a break from going to the temple for five years. You can go back. Or if you decide to go to church for the next year or month or whatever, you can decide to not go. And -hmm. you can decide to go. (laughs) Like That you actually get to experiment with what feels nourishing and what helps you become the best, most loving version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, which I feel like is what we're all supposed to do. How can we be the the best person and like the kindest to other people? Um, and I'm like, then why, why is this organization a level three when it would be better to be a level five? <laughs> like, because because level five is not uniform. Hmm. In um, stage three, you can move the organization forward because everybody's conforming and complying. And so you have a big group of people that are all thinking, doing, believing the same thing. So you can move the organization forward. So the later stages are not good for the organization because people are all over the map. Mm Mm-hmm. And some people leave the organization when they go from stage three to four. Yeah. And so that makes sense. So it's not necessarily like a bad thing. Stage three is not bad. It's just, it's a stage. None of them are bad. And we've all gone through stage one, two, three. So, so it's not a bad thing. It's just really hard once you try to move into stage four, the frame doesn't work anymore. The old way of thinking doesn't work. And it's very disorienting. Mm-hmm. And it can take a really long time to kind of sort through stuff. So I want to encourage you to like give yourself grace. This is not an easy, quick process of really learning to trust yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'm. you're like, tell me something I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just like, what is, yeah, it's hard to know what that looks like. If I want to like stay in the church and keep doing all the normal things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just, well, let's explore Keep that. Going back. Let's explore yeah. that. What could it look like? Um, I think it. W- I would like it to look like 
me being more focused on like, okay, what is actually the best choice for me today? And does doing this thing help me get closer to my family and other people? Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't feel right, then I guess I just have to deal with the discomfort of like, yeah. I hope I'm not making a bad choice. Yeah. And so what in practical, like, are you talking about like not going to church or not going to the temple or not having Um, a calling? Yeah, probably not going to church on a Sunday or um, like tithing has been a discussion for us. Like, do we value giving it to this organization Mm -hmm. or like we could talk about it as a family and choose like a charity that is really meaningful to us. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Then I get scared. Like, well, but then what if I get in trouble with the church or like, well, you, you might, I mean, you you might not get a temple recommend, but maybe that's okay. Yeah, that's something I would have to have to sit with for a minute. Or maybe you would. I do it like, depends on your bishop. Yeah. I do like what you said, though. Like, maybe there's not, like, a right and a wrong. And, like, I can always change my mind. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Should I, should I donate 10% of my income to the church or to a charity? Neither one of those are bad. It's not like, should I donate to the church or like beat someone up randomly? Like, it's not (laughs) like that, right? It's like, they're both, what if they're both good? So you're really in the right and wrong. Like, this is right. This is wrong. So I want to really challenge that and just be open to the fact, like, what if this is just a choice? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) What if it's just a choice and we don't have to label it right or wrong, good or bad? The older I get, the more I think that very few things are moral issues. It feels a lot more freeing. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Which maybe is why I believe it, because it's like feels a lot better. And it's not like, oh, I'm just going to go do whatever I want. Sometimes, personally, I choose to follow the council because I choose it because I'm like, yeah, you know what? That really resonates. A couple of years ago, President Nelson asked the women of the church to read the Book of Mormon. And he, there had been mm-hmm. other requests or you know, social media fast or whatever. The social media fast, I was like, no. But I was like, you know what? That really feels like something that I want to do. And so I did. So I did follow. <laughs> like, it's not like you disregard everything. It's just you get to mm-hmm. choose what you want to focus on. Yeah. So it's not like throwing it all out. It's like you said, it's holding. Like, there's a lot of good here. And there's a lot of things that are harmful. 
And it's my job to kind of sort through or not, you know, or leave or walk, whatever. But it's your choice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think I just need to get more comfortable with the idea that if I make a choice that's different than what God is telling me, apparently, um, that maybe he's not going to be mad at me. <laughs> well, if you think about it, agency is the most important thing in the plan. Like the whole story about the preexistence, right? Agency, mm-hmm. being able to choose was the difference in the plans and who got the glory. So what if part of being here is to learn how to choose? Like to learn to make choices. Yeah. And we're going to get it some right and some wrong. Yeah. This is hard stuff. (laughs) I'm giving you a virtual hug. Virtual hug. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Are you, do you have friends or family members who uh, you can talk to about your concerns and your, uh, your struggles? Um, yeah, there's a few. Um, okay. It's definitely not like everybody's talking about it, but right, um, right. We, have, we have a handful of people. Good. That's really important. So you know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope you'll take from our conversation that, you know, kind of moving away from the good, bad, black, white framing to just, it's a choice. And then we get to see what the consequence, what, what the result is, what the fruits are. Okay. I'm going to try this Mm -hmm. and I'm going to see what the fruits are. Oh, it's peace. I feel, I feel better. I feel more confident. Okay. That's, those are fruits that I want. I feel more guilt and shame or whatever it is. You get to try things out and see what happens. So give yourself permission to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is, is there anything else you're going to take from our time today? Um, I think just how important it is to put my own authority above outside sources and that that it's not a bad thing to do that um and also it's gonna take some time to feel comfortable doing that yeah definitely i love that thank you so much for taking the time to talk today yeah thank you and hang in there this is this can be a long process but you you're (laughs) definitely not alone okay All right. Thank you. Thanks so much. Are you enjoying this podcast? Let me offer you more support and the chance to connect with other like-minded women with a Latter-day Saint background. Join my group coaching. You will be seen, heard, and you'll find a welcoming group of women. And you'll get coaching from me around topics that matter most to you. To join my group coaching, go to drjuliehanks.com slash membership today and use the code podcast to get your first month free. Come try it out. Let's support each other and grow together. You are not alone. 
We're waiting for you. Have you ever thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question? Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.